Relevant Radio is listener-supported radio. Talk radio for Catholic life. Welcome to our Fall Pledge Drive. Join the family. Well, hello. Day two of our Pledge Drive. And again, let me say thank you. It just Your generosity is always amazing to me and, and gratifying. It just... I, I so enjoy doing this and, and uh, so enjoy talking with all of you. And, and uh, you got to remember, this is your work. It isn't, you know, it, it isn't just the guy at the front of the store. It's all of us together. Uh, so God bless you. Thank you. And let us pray in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection implored thy help, or sought thy intercession, was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. All right, let's go to the big book on the coffee table. Gosh, we're in the letter to Titus, and and uh, Titus uh, uh, was a bishop. The tradition is he was made the bishop of of Crete, and uh, Saint Paul has given him a few pointers, and uh, that's who he was. He was an assistant, uh, uh, an associate of of Saint Paul's. He was a, a Greek, uh, and uh, uh, apparently accepted Christ uh, through the preaching of Saint Paul. So. That's who Titus was. Now, again, when you go to the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops site and you, you click on daily readings and you get the reading of the day, like today, big, bold blueprint, Tuesday of the 32nd week in ordinary time. And then in bold black print, smaller, is lectionary 492 that's where you would find it in the lectionary the book that we use to do the readings at mass and below that is in bolder print slightly larger reading one and there's a little line below it and on the far side of that line is well today it's ti which stands for titus two which is the chapter some or a, a colon one dash eight verses one through eight then a comma eleven Dash 14, 11 through 14, they have for some reason left out 9 and 10. Now, the usual reason that that is done is so that we get in more of the sense of Scripture. And uh, uh, you're encouraged to read the whole thing. It's, it's not against the rules. Nobody's trying to hide something from you. However, however, if you click on that little, little uh, TI2 colon 1-8 comma 11-14 Titus 2nd chapter 1 to the 8th verse 11 to the 14th you click on it and it will take you to the chapter which is always good and sometimes I think that the verses that are taken out probably should be left in and the sense of this section of scripture is very important I think it's very important to include those two verses and I will explain why I think that we read, um, this is about bishop's responsibility. You must say what is consistent with sound doctrine. Yeah, that's good advice for a bishop or for a, any anyone who is in a position of leadership in, in the church. Sound doctrine. Uh, namely, older men should be temperate, dignified, self-controlled. Older women should be reverent in behavior, not slanderous, not addicted to drink. <laughs> and... Uh, um, uh, they're supposed to teach what is good. And this is kind of interesting. So they may train younger women to love their husbands and children. What? I mean, isn't that natural to love your husbands and your children? No, not necessarily. Um, in ancient Greco-Roman society, marriage was a, a, a political and business uh, 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 association. Uh, um, your father might marry you off to one of his best friends to solidify their relationship socially or politically. And you would have nothing to do with it. If you, if you were a woman, you had to have nothing to do with it in the Greek world. And you might not even have met your husband or might, might not even like him. It had nothing to do with it. And 
this is a big change that really has to do with Christian marriage. There has to be consent for a marriage to be valid in the Christian sense. And I don't know that that was true in the ancient world. Your father had to consent or whichever male was in charge of you. And so Christianity uh, took a great step forward uh, in respecting women as human beings. Well, what else are they? Greeks didn't think that. Now, now bear with me. Don't shoot the messenger here. Well, the idea is the older women are supposed to live in such a way that they're examples for the younger women, especially in how to love their their husbands and children. If there was a divorce, the husband automatically got custody. Uh, a husband could divorce uh, his wife and forbid her to see the children. That was not uncommon in the in ancient Greco-Roman world. Just, it's a horrible system. So, urging the younger men similarly to control themselves, uh, showing yourself, meaning you, Titus, the bishop, as a model of good deeds in every respect. Um, then, uh, uh, they won't criticize us. Our opponents will be put to shame, shame without saying anything bad about us. For the grace of God has appeared saving all. I have heard people say, well, this means a universal salvation, that, that since Christ, everybody's going to heaven no matter what you do. They've cut out the two verses right there. And that phrase uh, makes no sense uh, when it says that, that um, uh, uh, we're all, <laughs> the grace of God has appeared saving all without verse 9 and 10. And I will throw in 9 and 10. I wonder if they weren't taken out because they are offensive sounding to modern ears. Slaves are to be under the control of their masters in all respects, giving them satisfaction, not talking back to them or stealing from them, but exhibiting complete good faces so as to adorn the doctrine of God our Savior in every way. For the grace of God has appeared saving all. Verses 9 and 10 are taken out. They make it sound like uh, St. Paul is, is uh, justifying slavery, which he is not. You have to understand that in the world, slavery is a normal condition. Now as then, there are numerically more slaves on the face of the earth today than there were in the times of the Civil War and Abraham Lincoln, all that sort of thing. Slavery is heinous. It's horrible. It's, 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 uh, there's no doubt about it. But in the ancient world, it was part of the social contract. It was not race-based slavery, which the church has always soundly condemned. Uh, you go back to, uh, the discovery, discovery by the Iberian, Iberians, the Spanish, Spanish and the Portuguese of, of, of the, uh, Atlantic islands, especially the Canary islands. And it was just assumed, well, we can enslave these people. They're not Christians. We can enslave them. And uh, the Pope at the time said, no, you can't. These are human beings. And in the Americas, when uh, the conquerors wanted to enslave Indians, there was a long debate about whether or not. Now, this is not don't don't get upset by this. This is what human beings have gone through. A long debate on whether indigenous people were human. They were so different from us and we from them. Uh, Europeans, I speak as a kind of neo-European here, but um, the church said, no, they're human beings and they have rights and cannot simply be enslaved. Well, most people didn't pay attention to that, but the church, uh, and especially the, the friars, fought for the the citizenship, the freedom and the, and the uh, uh, humanity of indigenous people. So the church, the church, you know, uh, we we have a lot to be proud of in this. A uh, lot to be ashamed of too, I think, in some ways as Christians. But what the church taught was the humanity of all people and the rights of all people. In the ancient world, slavery was part of the social contract. If you borrowed money for a business venture, you put yourself and everything you owned, which included your wife, your children, your home, your cattle, everything. You put it up as collateral. And if you couldn't pay the debt back, you and all that you have would be sold to pay the debt. In other words, you and your, your family went into slavery. It was part of the social contract. Slaves were 
were also captured in war or uh, in piracy or highway robbery. But the theory was that if you had the nature of a free man, you would have fought back until the death. So you had the nature of a slave. They justified slavery, and it was a limited slavery, uh, that, that uh, slaves could actually own slaves. Uh, they, could, they could buy their way out of slavery. And in the Hebrew Scriptures, you were to release your slaves every seven years. So it was a mitigated slavery, unlike our American and British and later slavery. So... Um, this idea, um, this idea was uh, uh, what Paul is saying here. I'll, I'll come. We're going to take a break, but I'll come back to it. He's talking about even slaves are part of this church that has to give a good example. For the grace of God has appeared, saving all. God saved slaves. We'll talk about that when I get back. But right now, Father Rocky wants to share something, so I will, I will hand the mic over to Father Rocky. Hi, this is Father Rocky, here to tell you that we have matching funds this hour to go along with your donation to double the amount of your gift. You may have heard or seen my Lenten Lessons in the Mass when I talked about the Holy Water font. It's a reminder of the sacrament of baptism. Dipping one's fingers in holy water and making the sign of the cross is an ancient and beloved tradition of the Catholic faith. Our thank you gift, this pledge drive, at the $50 a month level is a Holy Family Holy Water font. It's got a unique bowl in the shape of a seashell, the ancient Christian symbol of baptism, and is a beautiful image of the nativity of our Lord. This Holy Family Holy Water Font will look great next to one of your outside doors, and it was handcrafted in Steubenville, Ohio. It's yours for a donation of $50 a month to Relevant Radio. Give online now at relevantradio.com or on the Relevant Radio app, or call 877-291-0123. And join the family now and take advantage of a 100% match. Right now, our phone lines are open at 877-291-0123. That's 877-291-0123. You can also stop by our website, relevantradio.com, or use the app on your smartphone and tablet and get the exclusive MP3 talk from Father Rocky, How to Be a Happy Catholic Family. You only get that, though, when you make your gift at relevantradio.com or by using the app on your smartphone or tablet. You might want to ask yourself, what does it mean to become a part of the family? Well, just think about your own family and, and what it means to be in a family. We are asking you to join this family now, the Relevant Radio family, and as an active participant in the ongoing evangelization. Becoming a part of the Relevant Radio, Relevant Radio family means that we pray for each other, we help each other, we laugh together, and we cry together. That is what it means to be part of the family. And we'd love to have you join our family now at relevantradio.com using the app on your smartphone or tablet or by calling 877 291 That's right, Mary. And we, uh, we hear the full spectrum of uh, emotions, the full spectrum of what's going on across the country every single afternoon during the Divine Mercy Chaplet, and uh, and then again in the evening for the Family Rosary across America, some you know kids come up, call in with uh, you know certain prayer intentions that might make you chuckle just a bit, and then you hear somebody call in with uh, you know a uh, prayer intention regarding cancer or something like that. So it really is the full range. We are a family here, and we need you to join our family here at Relevant Radio right now. It's a great hour to give because we have matching funds. We will not have matching funds during Father Simon Says tomorrow at this time. So this is the time to give right now, 877-291-0123, online at relevantradio.com or on the Relevant Radio app. Uh, so many people to thank across the country. Delia in uh, in Chicago, a $25 gift becoming 50 Ricardo, thank you. Alamo, Texas with a $100 gift becoming $200. Marsha, Rogers City, Michigan, checking in. Also, Karam in uh, Donna, Texas. Thank you so much for uh, for chiming in, helping us out. We have a one point, um, we have a, a $3 million need to hit by Friday evening. So whatever you can give will uh, will help us get there. And uh, your gift will be doubled right now. Isn't that right, Mary? 877-291-0123. And for this hour, we need 125 people who will join in and help make this a reality. Can you give now? 877-291-0123. That's 877-291-0123. Safe and secure online at relevantradio.com or use the app on your smartphone or tablet.
welcome back Your dreams were your ticket Welcome back Welcome back I hope you're still here And again, thanks for your kindness You know, it's, it's a twofer In other words uh, If you send, send us the shekels They will be doubled And uh, as I always say why pay retail? All right. Let us get back to I want to go back to the reading. I want to make sure you understand this. The point I'm trying to make here is there are two verses taken out. I don't know who took them out or why they were taken out. In the reading, they're not taken out of the scripture. The 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 I, I don't think you can understand the context of this verse 11 of the chapter, of the second chapter of Titus. For the grace of God has appeared, saving all. So many people read that and say, well, everybody's saved. I can do what I want, and I'm still going to heaven. It doesn't say that. It talks about the responsibilities of members of the church to live uh, godly lives so that there be no scandal. Well, this includes slaves. And that's the amazing thing. Do you realize that uh, uh, St. Callistus, I believe, St. Callistus, he was a slave. He started out life as a slave and ended up pope that was unheard of in the ancient world if you were a slave you're always a slave that uh, there was one noble roman family i think it was uh the family of cato and um cato the elder had the the, the temerity to marry a slave and that line of his family was always considered slaves i mean there were big guns in, in ancient roman politics but they were slaves They'd had an ancestor who was a slave. This is a huge thing. Ancient society was very classist. That, to me, is one of the proofs of the Old Testament, the proofs of the Exodus event. Nobody in the ancient world would brag about having had slaves as ancestors. You wouldn't have put it in the book if it was true. And even if it was true, you might have not wanted to put it in the book. Uh, so this is the idea. Verse 9 and 10 say, Slaves are to be under the control of their masters in all respects. In other words, essentially, you are a household uh, employee, and you could win great favor with your master by being the best at what you were doing. And that applies to us. You know, you may be in a work situation uh, in which, uh, which is not very pleasant. You know, I, I have uh, had secular jobs in my life, and, and uh, sometimes you get a boss who just treats you like a slave. Well, to be the best you can be, may win that person to Christ. And that's what Paul is saying. Uh, you adorn the doctrine of God our Savior in every way, for the grace of God has appeared saving all. Slaves are not beyond the redemptive power or the redemptive desire of God. And similarly, that brings up another verse of Scripture that is often mutilated. Uh, Galatians, the third chapter, the 27th verse. What gets mutilated is the 28th verse. There's neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. Well, that means that men and women are the same. No, they're equal. They're not the same, uh, which is quite different. What's he saying here? Verse 27, you've all been baptized into Christ and have clothed yourselves with Christ. Um <clears throat> And then he goes on to verse 29, and if and you belong to Christ, then you are Abram's seed and heirs according to the promise. What he's saying there is neither Jew nor Greek. If you were in the church, he's talking to members of the church. And a person who can claim to be, well, I'm, I'm a Hebrew, I'm from the tribe of Judah. Well, you're not superior to the Greeks who are in the church. And the free are not superior to the slave. And the male is not superior in the imaging of God to the woman. In ancient world, the Jew would have said the Greek can't be saved. Uh, in the ancient world, a free man would have said a slave can't be saved. In the ancient world, a man would have said a, a woman can't be saved. In ancient Greece, there was a, a, a train of thought that said women did not have souls. And Christianity said they most certainly do. And that's that verse, but a woman may be saved by childbearing, St. Paul says elsewhere. Well, in other words, you gotta, you got to be pregnant to go to heaven if you're a woman. That's not what he's saying. The ancients would have said, well, uh, women can't be saved. Just look at childbirth. It's, it's a, <laughs> a, a rather awful process. No, even in childbirth, 
a woman is saved, that there's nothing unclean or unholy about childbirth. On the contrary, it's a holy thing. So you got to understand the context of the ancient world and understand what the ancient world said about women, about different ethnicities, different social classes, uh, about slaves. And Paul is saying none of that is true, that in the eyes of God, every one of us, slave, free, Greek, Jew, male, female, everyone is beloved by God. And to use those texts as, as kind of a justification for uh, modern political correctness uh, really does, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It really does uh, injustice to the text. It really does obscure the text. So there you go. Uh, let's just very briefly look at the gospel here. Um, this is about slaves again. And of course, they translate it differently. Who among you would say to your servant, that's slave? Who among you would say to your slave, come here and take your place at table? Uh, wouldn't they rather say, prepare something for, for me to eat? Uh, put on your apron and wait on me while I eat and drink. You can eat and drink when I'm finished. Is he grateful to that servant because he did what was commanded? And that word is slave again. Is he grateful to that slave? In in the gospel, slave is the highest compliment. Our blessed mother calls herself the slave of the Lord. Paul calls himself a slave of the Lord. Moses was a slave of the Lord. And, you know, this is in my days uh, as a pastor and in my days as a uh, um, uh, as when I was the Cardinals liaison for Spanish-speaking prayer groups, I think I may have shared this story. There were these long announcements at the end of the conference, and people just wanted to get home after two days of of being Spanish charismatics. They needed a good rest. I mean, it's, it's a bit arduous. Well, we would have the announcements, and to Mrs. Gonzalez for the tacos provided for the workers, and for for Don Jose, who in charge of security. And they would drone on and on and on while people were kind of abandoning the hall. Um, and I convinced the the uh, the uh, coordinator of the prayer groups one year. These were huge conferences, thousands and thousands of people. I convinced them, just let's read part of this passage and say thank you to all who served the Lord. They loved it. It was just, it saved an hour of these tedious announcements because you had to thank everyone because if you didn't, someone would be insulted. And this was, they thought this was wonderful. And then the next year, and we want to thank Mrs. Gonzalez for the wonderful coffee that she made and Don Jose for you. If you feel insulted, that no one thanked you for the work you did at church. Now, I'm not encouraging us to be ungrateful. That's not what I'm saying. But if you ever feel insulted that that you weren't thanked by the pastor or by the head of the committee, who were you doing it for? Were you doing it for the pastor? Were you doing it for the head of the committee? Or were you doing it for the Lord? Believe me, the Lord will thank you in a very public way on the last day. If you if you look to human beings to justify your life in the church, you're going to be sorely disappointed. But if you realize you're doing it for the Lord, you will be richly rewarded. Who are you doing it for? Ask yourself about your service in church. Who are you doing it for? Are you doing it for the Lord? That's a big question, and it's an important question. We are asking you to join the family here at Relevant Radio to vote for Relevant Radio today on this election day. Hi, it's Neil Robbins along with Mary Graham joining you for just a couple of minutes here on Father Simon Says. A dollar for dollar match. We're going to double whatever gift you can make. 877-291-0123 is the number to call. And it's fast, easy, and secure online at relevantradio.com or on the Relevant Radio app. Uh, 125, 125 gifts is what we are looking for this hour. Can you be one of 125 listeners of Father Simon Says to uh, to chime in, to join the family, to help us out, to, to take a little bite out of that uh, $3 million need that we have to hit by Friday afternoon at uh, 5 o'clock? Relevant Radio is bringing Christ to the world through the media. You know that. Uh, Relevant Radio 
Uh, when you join us here at Relevant Radio, make it possible for us to carry out the Great Commission to go out to the entire world and to uh, to spread the good news, to make disciples of all nations. You are part of that when you join us and join the family. Vote for Relevant Radio right now. We need to hear from you. 877-291-0123 is the number to call. Or uh, give online, Mary Graham, at RelevantRadio.com or on the Relevant Radio app. It's exciting to see so many people joining the family here at Relevant Radio. Would you believe we're down to only needing 99? I'll make that 98 more people. Thank you to Lisa in Blaine, Minnesota. Your $1,500 gift was doubled to $3,000. Your gift will be matched to 100%, whether it's a a $10, $20 gift or a $2,000 gift. 100% match during this hour. So now is the perfect time to give. Still looking for it. Looks like, oh, down to 95 people is what we need who join. Join the family right now at RelevantRadio.com using the app on your smartphone or tablet or by calling 877-291-0123. That's 877-291-0123. No gift is too big or too small. It will be matched 100%. 94, 93 just, uh, just came in. So let's keep up this pace right now. Your gift will be doubled if you give this hour during Father Simon Says. Again, we will not have matching funds Uh, during this time tomorrow. So this is when you want to give 877-291-0123. If you give online at relevantradio.com or on the Relevant Radio app, we have for you how to be a happy Catholic family. This is a brand new talk just recorded by Father Rocky. He's going to take you through seven steps to help you have a happy Catholic family. That MP3 download will come to you right away when you give at RelevantRadio.com or uh, on the Relevant Radio app, uh, an exclusive online giving uh, treat for you. Otherwise, if you can't get through online, uh, that's uh, not an option for you. 877-291-0123. Join the family. Powered by you. By you. Listener supported. Welcome back to our Join the Family Fall Pledge Drive on Relevant Radio. Well, welcome back. Again, thank you. I, I, I don't know what else to say, but thank you. It's, I, I'm having more fun than, than, than you'd imagine, <laughs> looking all this great stuff up. Well, let's go to some letters. I want to do some letters. Okay. This is one from Chris. And, you know, we always do this, you know, should children dress up and go trick-or-treating? And I don't think there's anything wrong with it. You don't want any violent or demonic costumes. Um, You know, pick superheroes or saints or something. But, you know, forbidden fruit is sweetest. And uh, you don't let the kids go schmoozing for candy through the neighborhood. Well, you know. This is interesting. This letter from Chris. Bless you, Father Simon. It's a baby boomer growing up. I was taught in Catholic schools by the IHM sisters. And we hid from the devil so he wouldn't recognize us because the devil roamed for souls on that holy eve. And, you know, I think I've heard that. The custom of of dressing up in costumes was to fool the devil. You know, I've often said that that, um, uh, for me as a child... uh, this was a great celebration of All Saints and All Souls Day. It was three days that we looked forward to. There was Halloween where we got the candy. There was All Souls Day uh, or All Saints Day when we went to Mass and then came home and ate the candy. And then there was All Souls Day in which uh, we regretted all eating all the candy and <laughs> prayed for, for the beloved dead. But it was kind of a three-day celebration of our belief in life after death. And I, I've heard that, that, that um, um, this idea of dressing up in costumes was to fool the devil. Oh, by the way, if you're done sending money, <laughs> do call, well, even if you haven't been able to, do call in at 888-914-9149. I think we got lots of lines open, and I'm going to have plenty of time for phone calls today, I think. 888-914-9149. Okay, do call in. And uh, any question you may have about the Lord, the faith, and the big book on the coffee table. All right, let's see here. This is um, uh, Brittany from Oceanside, California. Do angels have souls? Yes. <laughs> they are pure spirit and... Uh, um, uh, they have souls. They don't have bodies. But uh, St. Thomas Aquinas talks about this. And uh, uh, in his discussion of of angels, it is clear that he is making that 
uh, it's almost implied in what he says that angels have souls that they they are they manifest themselves in souls uh, i've struggled for years to understand this the tr- the, the pauline uh, division of the human person body soul and spirit uh, do we have are we bodies are we souls are we spirits and the answer is of course yes i'm a living breathing spirit and i'm incarnate in my body and I am ensouled in my soul. I'm, this is, this, I hope this is not heretical, but this is how I've come to understand those, the, that division, body, soul, and spirit. I am a living being. The word spirit, in a sense, is almost a verb even when it's a noun. It, it's, it's the word for breath. I am a breath, something that lives, and I manifest myself in a body and in a soul the the those heavenly spirits called that we call angels which is a word that just means messenger those heavenly spirits are manifest only in in the in their souls because they don't manifest in the body they appear in the world but but that that body is a it isn't a manifestation of who they are whereas me my body is a manifestation of who i am um, I'm not. I'm not a, a, a spirit trapped in flesh. I'm an incarnate spirit. That my body's really me, and that's why the Lord promises us resurrection. Because as human beings, we are incomplete without body and soul. And uh, Saint Paul talks about the spiritual body. Uh, it will be a body like Christ that can go through walls and doors, but it will be a real body. So, uh, um, at any rate, yes, angels do have souls. Okay, at least I think they do. Um, let's see. Um, how we doing? How we doing uh, with phone calls? We got phone calls. Do your voice in my head. Oh, we don't have any phone calls. 888-914-9149. Uh, so I will go back to some letters. Um, uh, uh, this is uh, from uh, Carl. Uh, and um, spelled with the German way. Uh, uh, I heard a mom call offering an indulgence for a departed son. Just read this article in Catholic Culture and thought it would be helpful for you in case more calls come in about this. Uh, So uh, this is as he read it. Indulgence acts for the faithful departed. There are many indulgences applicable only to the souls in purgatory that can be obtained during the month of November for the fourth edition of the Enchiridion of Indulgences. Uh, so, uh, um, the, 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 if you, there's an article in, in the Catholic culture. Uh, so, if you, you can reference that. I, I don't want to uh, give you the, the, you know, I never click on something. Uh, that I'm uh, sent in because there's so many people who want to get into the uh, the relevant radio computers. But Catholic Culture did an article on the uh, uh, indulgences applicable only to the souls in purgatory. So uh, you can look that up. So thanks, Carl. Thanks for the information. All right, let's see here. Um, let me do one one more. Um, oh, I don't know if I want to get into this one, but. This is from someone who's anonymous in Illinois. What do you think of the requirement of service projects in order to receive the sacrament of confirmation? Our parish has a three-year confirmation program. Each year, the student has to do five different service opportunities. My oldest child has decided to wait until she was old enough to join RCIA so she didn't have to complete the service projects. Oh, this is a mess on so many levels. First of all, I believe that it is well, heretical to demand this. I just, I may be wrong about this. Please take it with a grain of salt. Service projects are very important. Remember, I was in a parish where we had one of the most wonderful soup kitchens in in, in the world, I think. It was great. It was just a, a wonderfully holy place. Well, I, no good grief. Tell me when we get calls, because I may, I may go long on this, dear voice in my head. Oh, dear. Okay, we got some calls, but... Have you ever heard of the shun season? The shun season. It's the season of the year, which is the worst season for priests. It's, you know, people say, oh, Christmas or the Holy Days must be tough for you. Christmas gets a little arduous, but the Holy Days, people think you're so busy they actually leave you alone. Um, 
uh, and and I don't know any priest who doesn't love the holy days. Uh, uh, but the shun season—that's the really bad season. The 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 shun season is uh, graduation, confirmation, uh, uh, first communion celebration. Uh, ordination, the shun season, you get it, it's all in spring, because of course in the Bible it says you have to have all those things in spring. Um, well, I'm joking. Well, confirmation's coming up, and you got to do the service project. And the soup kitchen was an easy-peasy project. You put the kids on a bus, you brought them to the hall, they gave soup to the poor, you got the paper signed by the guy who was running the soup kitchen. Easy peasy. Didn't have to think. There were times when there just weren't enough poor people to go around. That there would be surly adolescents from prosperous suburban parishes milling about in small groups, looking nervously at the people they'd come to wait on. And um, I remember this nun coming up to me, a very progressive woman with, you know, the... the, uh, the not in a habit, just kind of <laughs> dressed in a sort of pantsuit. And she came up to me and said, Father, my children are not having a good experience of the poor. And I so want to say, Sister, I will tell the poor to shape up. There were more people trying to get their service project than there were people to, to, to feed. And I mean, we fed hundreds of people a night. <sighs> The result of the sacrament is supposed to be an orientation to service. I really believe that we need to look at what the Eastern Church does. You are baptized, you receive your first communion, and you are confirmed as a baby. And then you go to Sunday school the rest of your life. That's how we should be doing it. That I, I When I was a pastor, I divorced... Uh, uh, sacramental preparation from religious education. There was sacramental preparation, but it wasn't the same as religious ed. Religious, you had to qualify uh, at, uh, by being in religious education uh, to go into the sacramental program, but they were different. you know. And that idea that, that somehow service projects are a requirement to earn the sacrament, that's kind of heretical. Oh, well, speaking of heretical, I'm going to stop talking now. But we will go to a miracle moment. That's not heretical. Changing lives in your neighborhood and across the nation. Here's another relevant radio miracle moment. My father died in, on December 11th, 2021, huh? and he was on his deathbed and he, uh, at 3 p.m. and the priest came in and did the Divine Mercy Chaplet along with the Litany of Saints. And he passed away peacefully. And after that, for the next month or longer, he gave us many, many beautiful signs that he was in heaven with Jesus. He, he was a hard man. Yeah. And I became a total believer. I listen to you every day with the chaplet. Thank you. And if I can't hear the live radio, I listen to the prayers. I do the rosary every night. I'm a total changed person because of that prayer and what Thank it did you. to my dad. Touch a heart and change a soul by making a donation to Relevant Radio today. Part of the family. Will you join the family here at RelevantRadio.com? So many great reasons to join the family, like praying for each other, lifting each other up, all of those fabulous things. And you know what else? Another good reason? We still need 65 new family members here in the next 15 minutes. Any gift amount whatsoever is matched 100%, so $5, 10 15 $20. It will be doubled, but you know what we could use right now? We could use some of those generous donors, someone who can afford maybe the $1,200 or the five or the $10,000 gift. If God's blessed you in a way that you can do this at this time, we, would, we need to hear from you. We need to hear from you now at RelevantRadio.com or by using the app on your smartphone or tablet. 877-291-0123, or as Mary said, the Relevant Radio app, or RelevantRadio.com, a great place to join the family. Uh, $3 million is what we need to hit by the end of this week, and uh, we need to keep chipping away, chipping away. We're down to 63, 63 people to step forward, yet this hour, only 15 minutes left in the hour. Can you be one of those 63 to help us out and uh, show your support for Relevant Radio? Vote for Relevant Radio today. Show your support 
for Father Simon Says at RelevantRadio.com on the app or at 877-291-0123. And keep in mind, if you do give online, we have a special uh, exclusive gift for you both at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's a brand new talk from Father Rocky called How to Be a Happy Catholic Family. He's going to guide you through seven steps to uh, to help you have a happy Catholic family. You'll get that MP3 download right away when you give. And you can give in any giving amount right now. We have matching funds. It's a partnership challenge hour. Anything that you can give is going to be doubled. So uh, get a hold of us right now during this hour of Father Simon Says. RelevantRadio.com, the app, or 877-291-0123. Kurt, you gave online. Thank you so much for your special gift of $600. And we have Karen Ann in Blue Belt, Pennsylvania. A brand new donor. Thank you, Karen. Welcome to the family. We appreciate your $50 gift. Francis in Tomaha, Wisconsin, online gift again, $140. And Susan in Bedford, Texas, made that special gift of $50. Also making your gift online, all of those gifts were matched 100%. Doubled all the way across the board, and your gift will be matched too. Can you give now? Can you join the family at RelevantRadio.com using the app on your smartphone or tablet or by calling 877-291-0123? That's 877-291-0123, down to needing 60 more people. 60 more generous donors will join the family at RelevantRadio.com using the app on your smartphone or by calling 877-291-0123. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. Happy day. When Jesus when Jesus washed my sins away. That was a beautiful miracle moment. At any rate, well, let's go to the word of the day. This is a very, very important word of the day. In the first reading, we read um, that uh, the older women are supposed to teach the younger women about things like, uh, uh, um, uh, you know, being good homemakers and under the control of their husbands. What? under the control. Let's look at that. There's one word left out, which changes the whole meaning of that phrase, under the control of their own husbands. Well, what is that? What difference does that make? Well, no ancient person would have disputed that a woman was under the control of a man. And the word in Greek is hypotasomene. Hypotaso. It means to be ordered, uh, to be, you know, in 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 the organization kind of thing to be rightly related and and that was just the way they did it um things have changed but the important word here is hypotasomenas tois idios andrasin uh subject to their own husbands I have seen that in a religious framework where someone becomes totally enamored when a woman becomes totally enamored of the of the uh, of the prayer group leader or a spiritual director or someone in the parish and comes home and yells at the at the at the potato on the couch saying how come you can't be like what's his name in church no 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 if you're having trouble with the religious life of your spouse and you are a woman start asking him questions about the faith you know dear it says in the Bible that yada, yada, yada. I don't understand what that means. Do you have any idea what it means? Why are you asking me? I don't answer it. I just thought, you know, I just thought you might have an opinion on it. You begin to respect your own spouse and uh, let him have kind of a voice in the religious life of the family. You'll be amazed how that works. It really does work. But in the ancient, in the early church, just as now, people will become enamored of, of, some great spiritual leader and wish that uh, they weren't attached to their spouse. And that's, that's, that's spiritual adultery and it's wrong. So be related properly. That's what you, that's one way to translate the, the, the word hypotasomenas, be related properly to your own husband, not to somebody else's. All right, let us go to phone calls. There is something the matter with your fin. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Who we got, dear voice in my head? Aaron from California. What can I do for you? Um, hi, Father. I had a question about um, the, I don't know if I want to say, like the rights of the penitent. Do we have 
like is a parish obligated to give an option of um, like an anonymous um, well, you know, where, where there's a barrier between us and the priest, or oh, is it okay dear. if they only give options of face-to-face because, like, they don't play music, and it's face-to-face, and so, like, it's just out in the open, and I can hear other people. Oh, that's strictly forbidden. I really good hearing, that, and, I, that, and I told oh. them, and I said, please play music, do something, because... It's out in yeah. the open, and no, you, um, no, so that, you stumbled on something. That the, the the priest has the obligation to make sure that those confessions are absolutely uh, uh, private. That's that's in a sense, it's a violation of the seal of confession. Uh, they're violating the holy seal uh, in 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 a unique way by allowing other people to hear that, and that's very important. Um, uh, and I would say that that. Uh, I would like to say that, yes, uh, I believe that, that there should be, a, I, I can't say this authoritatively, but I believe there should be a right to an anonymous confession, you know, that you can go behind a screen. Uh, I, I don't like hearing confessions outside of a screen because there are all sorts of state's attorneys who want to know what priests know, and that is only going to increase. And uh, I, 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 you hear stories in other countries of priests going to jail because they will not violate the Holy Seal. And, uh, you know, I think that the confessional screen is a great protection for the penitent and for the uh, the confessor. Very important. According to uh, the voice in my head, uh, speak up, speak up. This is a cursory, this is a cursory search on the internet. It looks like according to canon law, you do have the right to have an anonymous confession. Yes, you do have that right. Yes. Because I've spoken up to the pastor, and he is a little willy-nilly with a few things in this. He's like, no, but I like sure. it. I was like, well, it's not about you. Um, but it's good to know exactly. that something that I can point to. And, yes. You know, what, okay. what is the canon law? What is the canon law citation, Nick? I think it was 964. Canon 964. You can look up uh, canon law, Catholic canon law 964. Okay. Yeah, this is just, you know, uh, I think I remember a, an old priest who, when they saw them taking the confessionals out, he said, they're going to figure out pretty soon why they put them in in the first place. And he's right. So, well, thanks for calling in. That's an important issue you brought up. Who do we have now, dear voice in my head? Anne in Wisconsin, we got a minute. What can I do for you? Hi, Father. I'm... A recovering alcoholic, and mm-hmm. in the past, I've um, tried. I've gone to confession. I've been away for mm-hmm. a few years. Yeah. But when I've gone, um, I know that I had um, some alcohol in my system, sure. and I don't. Is that a valid confession, or it, do I if need you to? Were- if you were able to make a firm purpose of amendment, that you really meant it and wanted to amend your life, then yes, it was a valid confession if you received absolution. If you were so drunk you you don't remember what you were doing, then it would not be. But if you could make a firm purpose of amendment, it was a valid confession. So I hope that helps, and I hope you're in recovery. God bless you. Right, just five minutes left in this hour. Five minutes to go in this hour of Father Simon Says. Hi, it's Neil Robbins along with Mary Grant. We have matching funds for at least the next five minutes. And we only need 48 people, 48 people to step forward and help us to hit our uh, our gift goal for this hour, which is 125. Can you be one of 48 people to step forward right now with a gift of any amount? It will be doubled. So give online at relevantradio.com, the app, or 877-291-0123. Word came down uh, about an hour ago that a single winning ticket for that $2.04 billion Powerball jackpot was sold in California. And we've got... 20 radio stations and we've got 20 radio stations in California if uh, if that if that was you how about how about sending a little uh, little cash our way here at relevant radio join the family you uh, billionaire a cash payout alone was a, for that is like a billion dollars so uh, quite quite incredible 877-291-0123 or uh, join the family online at relevantradio.com or on the app
We want to say thank you to Dana. Welcome, brand new family member here in Paso Robles, Paso, Paso Robles, California. Special gift of $240. We had anonymous donor in Brownsville, Texas. Again, another brand new donor in one of our newer markets, dipping his toe in the in the pond there with your $20 gift. Thank you so very much. Michael in Carson, California, also made a $20 gift. All of these gifts were doubled 100%. And Judith in Scottsdale, Arizona, another brand new donor coming in at 50 $50. Thank you so much for your help and your support. Can you do that too? We are down to needing, it looks like, another 42 more people to join the family at relevantradio.com using the app on your smartphone or tablet or by calling 877-291-0123. That's 877-291-0123. Of course, if we're going to make a decent, a decent goal for this hour on raising funds as we march our way to the $3 million need by the end of the week, if we need some big donors. If you can come in right mm-hmm. now at a, at a $1,200 gift or a five dollars or $10,000 gift, do it for Father Simon. We really need your help right now. 877-291-0123. Give online at relevantradio.com or the Relevant Radio app. Matching funds for the next three minutes. And we need, uh, what, 39, 38 people to step forward these last couple of minutes of the hour. The last few minutes of uh, Father Simon says, take advantage of those uh, matching funds. Don't leave them on the table. Give right now in any dollar amount. It can be $5, $10. Whatever you can do is great. And uh, as Mary said, if, if you can come in some of those higher dollar amounts, uh, that'll take a nice chunk out of that $3 million that we need to raise by the end of the week. RelevantRadio.com, the app, or 877-291-0123. Uh, hopefully you've made it to the polls or maybe you've voted in the last uh, couple of days. Uh, but we need you to vote for Relevant Radio. We bring Christ to the world every single day. We give hope to the hopeless. Uh, we, we've saved marriages over the years, saved babies over the years. Uh, we're changing lives, and your gift makes a difference. And all you need to do to to hear that difference is just uh, listen for a while, and you'll you'll hear uh, somebody call up and tell us uh, how relevant radio impacted their life. It happens all the time, so uh, you get you get instant feedback uh, on uh, on how your your money is going to work. So give right now, whatever you can, help us out, help us during this join the family pledge drive. Relevantradio.com, the app or eight seven seven two nine one zero one two three. Thank you so much. We have some folks who are giving in a big way, placing that vote for Father Simon, an anonymous donor in Gilbert, Arizona, $1,200 gift, doubled to $2,400. Teresa in Sparks, Nevada, did the same thing. Thank you so very much. And an anonymous donor in Los Angeles gave a $2,000 gift. That doubled to $4,000. Yes, and your gift will be doubled too, whether it's a $20 gift or a $2,000 gift or a twenty. 34 people, 34 people to step forward and join the family here at Relevant Radio. Have your gift doubled right now. 34 people, 33, 32. Keep it going. We need to keep this pace up. Only about a a minute left in the hour here. Come on, join the family here at Relevant Radio at RelevantRadio.com, the Relevant Radio app, or 877-291-0123. Making a strong finish here. We are down to, what, 21, 19 people to go? Come on. We can make it happen. Yes, put, put the pedal to the metal here. Have your gift doubled and get a hold of us right now for Father Simon Says on Relevant Radio.